Last time on Gathering of the Ages. Your friends, they do not care about you. They laugh at you, they call you names behind your back. I will never join you. I am the greatest gnome in Galorian now. Why would I need you? And these are my friends. You might not die by my hand, but there are many more of us inside this prison willing to do the job and end you all. Nine points of Max positive energy yes, damage. damage! Fools! You will all perish in this prison! The Piper is no more men. Still staring at the skeleton, anger in his heart. He feels a hand grasp his shoulder. You see, presumably, what you can piece together as the man from your nightmare in his hand, in his other hand, the one not on your shoulder. He's holding that same chain that he beat you with. On the end of it, that, that key. Have peace, my son. And then disappears. Min swings the staff at nothing. A few feathers fall from the sky. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the Black Feather Few. to another episode of the Gathering of the Ages podcast. I am Phil, a.k.a. Min the Halfling Time Witch, with a couple of announcements, the first of which is that the submissions for the caster character concept are still open for our Halloween special. If you remember, we're going to do a special Halloween episode where we play different characters based on concepts that you, the listeners, have submitted. We're still looking for those casters. Uh, they could be arcane, divine. You don't have to roll up an entire character unless you want to, but we're just looking for concepts right now. Are they going to be a sorcerer? Are they going to be a wizard? Are they going to be a witch? What kind? Uh, you can give us uh, suggestions for backstory, etc. So those submissions are still open, and this week we're also opening up the utility class submissions. These are the, not the best fighters, not the best with magic, but the very skilled characters, the tricky characters, the ones that are equipped for any type of situation. The Artrillas, the Marcuses, we need some of those. And you can once more you can submit those to our website which is wordpress.gatheringages.com we are also having a little meet and greet on september 1st at the irie coffee teas and bobas i think i'm saying that right we're gonna have a meet and greet at the coffee house uh which our friend kenny actually set up for gamers to get uh, meet and get to know each other we might play some games we might roll some dice i don't know let's just get let's just meet up there on september 1st and get weird get crazy the address for that is 7650 south redwood road west jordan utah redwood red redwood 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 road redwood road redwood road so yeah that's where we'll be on september 1st and you should totally come down and say hi. We'll roll some dice. We'll talk Pathfinder. We'll talk all things geek. We would love to meet some of you guys. So uh, that's all for me. Let's just get right into the episode 22. A hot time in the old town tonight. Welcome back to another episode of Gathering of the Ages. Woohoo! 
the Black Featherfew. Philip has a very large smiles smile. That is like the cheesiest smile. On his face. Wouldn't you if you were sitting on a pile of five hero cards? Why don't you use them? I am saving them. Tell what? us. What? You almost died. Yeah, you did almost die. I'm saving him for someone special. Tell us what you pulled. Oh, my God. Last I pulled. Because we did I it off air last heart. time. <laughs> I pulled the Rabbit Prince and the Sickness cards. Uh, okay. Sickness is a neutral evil con card, and Rabbit Prince is a chaotic neutral dex card. Are you All saying right. rabid? Rabbit. Rabbit It's prince. an actual rabbit. Yeah, it's yes. an actual rabbit. Like an actual hobbity rabbit. hop. Yep. I'm a very cartel. scary rabbit squirrel. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> All right. Rabid, not rabbit. <laughs> no, he said it's rabbit. Yeah, I know. I was, oh. he said I was quoting quote. over the hedge. Oh, okay. So, we're outside the prison gates. All my references are up to date, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry I haven't seen you that are very, in a you're, while. You're dating yourself there. You really are. You're, you're yeah, I can't even there. remember when I saw that movie. So, we're outside the prison, outside the, the front gate. Notice Sheriff Kaler. Waving to you. Zacharias rolled his eyes last episode because he hates the guy so much. I forgot his name was Taylor. No, Kaler. Oh. Sheriff Kaler. Benjamin uh. Kaler. Kaler. And as he was waving, you heard a bird flying overhead. Kaka! And Best bird impression. It dropped some feathers. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. It dropped some feathers. And we found out who won the naming contest. Thank you all who voted. Really appreciate it. Philip appreciates it. I he won. really appreciate it. Thank you. Not one, but two hero cards. So congrat- congratulations. Congratulations. Philip. At least we're not the AA. <laughs> yeah, we're not AA. AA. Okay. So Min is kneeling on the ground. He picks up one of the feathers. What do you do with the feather? Hmm. Pretty. And he sticks it in TikTok's feathers. <laughs> He's like super glues it. Yeah, he just kind of like <laughs> sticks it in there, like tries to put it in after protest from <laughs> from TikTok. From TikTok. <laughs> he probably just puts it in his hair after TikTok refuses. <clears throat> Like I said, Sheriff Kaler is at the bottom of the hill waving at you guys. What are you going to do? No, I'm going to go talk to him. You're going to walk down? Yeah. All right. Just because I know Marcus hates him, so I'm going to go talk to him and be really friendly. <laughs> yeah. What is Marcus doing then, since you hate him so much? Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I think he's just going to stand there. Okay. Try and look as not the wanted poster that we know is around <laughs> here somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, just like, uh. <laughs> so, Archula, what do you say when you walk up to him? Hello, Sheriff. Anything we can do? You look oh. like you needed us. Yes, I, uh, I noticed you were coming out of the prison. What, what, are you, what are you doing in the in the prison? We're doing research. I thought we told you this. I'm Have sorry. You... It was very, very harrowing experience in there. I'm a little out of sorts. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Puns. Have so you... sassy. Oh my gosh, little men, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> have you discovered anything inside the prison? We may have. Care to share what you've discovered in the prison? Well, no, not particularly. Well, uh, all right then. I... Ghosts. Lots of ghosts. 
Yes, lots of ghosts. Good, well said, little Ben. I thought you were angry. So the rumors are true. The prison is haunted. I think is the haunted. feather helped him feel better. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It is haunted, Sheriff. Well, this is not good. The town council has decided to call a mandatory emergency meeting tonight. As your deputies, I suppose you want us to attend? Yes, and maybe shed some light on the strange happenings that have been going on here in Ravengrove. I think I need, need to meet with my mates first before we decide how much we want to divulge. All right. Well, if you're interested... We'll be at the meeting. Be there, please. But I don't know how much we will share with your group of people. Well, that is entirely up to you. I do hope you'll consider sharing. The townspeople are very, very scared. That's why I don't think it's a wise idea. Maybe shedding some light on the subject will put people at ease knowing exactly what's going on. But, like I said... It is up to you whether you want to share or not. I cannot force you. I do, however, come to you with other business as well. All right. I have a a favor to ask of you. The the monthly I don't know, like taxes, I guess, that keep the prison afloat. I've come in this month and I was willing to share some of them with you if you could complete a small task for me. You mean you want to give us money? You want to hire us? Yes, yes, I will. Mm, I don't know. I guess we could in, consider it. In exchange it. for your services. You want all four of us, I'm assuming? Yes, all four, yes. Even though, you know, even, Marcus doesn't even do that Even you, Marcus, yes. <laughs> Marcus flips him off. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we could consider it. What you say, mates? You want to help the sheriff here? Considering this is almost my job, uh, yeah, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Min? Okay. Marcus? Did Was the finger not... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you in it for the gold? Well, yeah, but... Of course. <laughs> Marcus will do it. How much are we talking? 300. 300 gold pieces. Each? No, as a group. You Sorry. Cheap. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it. All right. I will tell you what I have planned later tonight, maybe after the council meeting. We can discuss more then. All right. I'm looking at Parade, and he, he says that seems fine to him. I hope you all are all being very safe as you explore the prison. Well, yes. We know what we're doing, Sheriff. He looks around at you and notices, you know, kind of the... Tattered clothing, the the scratches from the skeletons. Maybe some brand marks somewhere. I don't know. You guys put clothes. Well, you put new clothing on, on after you got branded. The those clothes that got branded. I mean, it went right through and probably burned that. I noticed part. him looking at my arms, so I put my arms behind oh. my back. And then yeah, the scourge marks yeah, I don't want on to you as well. So he's he's kind of looking at you guys, and that's why he says that. Just he wants you guys to be safe. Don't. While worse. he's staring at him, Marcus is just like. Why don't you take out a quill and some ink? Draw a picture, it'll last longer. <laughs> <laughs> he just shakes his head. Well, I hope to see you all at the the emergency town council meeting tonight. Right, where are we meeting again? Town hall. All right, we'll be there. Sheriff, right. 
Would you be opposed to the townspeople being present for a guest lecture during this meeting? What do you have in mind? Defense against undead. Maybe. Elementary stuff. Yeah, that might. Like I said, we're just try I'm just trying to put people at ease. So yes, yeah, perhaps perhaps that, that might be beneficial. This could help. Yes. We just have a guest speaker, some fresh eyes. Elementary, Somebody very my smart. dear sheriff. <laughs> are you? Who are you proposing? Me. Oh well. Are you sure you're up for that, little man? All of a sudden, you seem like a different person. He looks at like his. He looks at himself. <laughs> no, I'm still here. <laughs> oh, I <eye> roll. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I suppose yes, if you're willing to. Teach. Are you volunteering your services then? Yep. Okay. As long as I don't have to pay you, then we will be okay. So, Marcus, you want to help? I suppose. You're for Rosman. Don't you guys do this thing for fun? Well, not me specifically, but I'm I'm not the right man to talk to. Well, maybe you can relate to the people, you know, small minds and all. There is a. Frasman Church nearby. Why don't we send in the sheriff? Rolling in. I don't think the sheriff has quite the qualifications. Well, like you said, small mind. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He's just standing there listening. He's rolling his eyes. <laughs> We're like all he's got right now, so he'll take up the abuse. <laughs> <laughs> the sheriff's more equipped to deal with people problems, public relations. Yes. Well, like I said, I, I hope to see you all at the town council meeting. I, I do have to go. Tend after the, the man in the cell. It's such an odd event the other day. You guys wouldn't know anything about what happened with Gibbs. He looks at all of you. Nope. 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 Okay. Well. Probably <laughs> guilty conscience got the better of them. Do you want us to roll a bluff check? <laughs> <laughs> All of us know yeah. what I happened. Parade didn't everybody, say anything. everybody, roll. Well, Parade doesn't have to since he didn't say anything. It's three, the three of you that twenty, twenty, <laughs> twenty-five, twenty-five. And if he fails this bluff check, or if he fails this sense motive, he takes a minus two on everything. He failed it against. <laughs> he failed it against you too. He has failed so against no everybody. Idea. He has no idea. So <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Not a very good detective. Wow, really simple mind. <laughs> yeah, really small minds indeed. I will see you all later. Need to need to run. So Bye. I hope you all have a wonderful day. And he leaves and heads off. Once Where? he's once he's out of earshot, Mark's just like, I can't believe he bought that. <laughs> Where do you guys go? I would think to Kendra's. You're going I guess. back to Kendra's, kind of clean up, just rest to, yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Change my clothes. So you you go back. Fix my hair. Go back to Kendra. She's, she's, uh, you know, up. She doesn't really leave the house a whole lot anymore. She's she's kind of homebody. Uh, she's reading when you when you arrive. She just kind of waves at you as you enter. And uh, so, what do you guys do now that you're back home? I think I'm gonna look through that journal again. Okay. Let's see if I can find out something about it. I'm gonna make you wait till the next day in game. So yeah. To roll another check on it, you can keep looking. Well, then I'm going to write in my journal. Okay. Since I can't figure anything out. Min. Hi, Kendra. We're home. Hi, Min. How, how are you? Doing great. Did you know there's a town meeting? Yes, I heard. Sheriff Kayler stopped by. We're having a really important guest speaker. Would you like to help? Help with what? 
I need to give a lecture on the basics of fighting undead. Marcus is going to help. I'm going to talk. Would you like to add some of your insight or anything Petros taught you? Mm, I don't know if I'd be very useful. Yeah, you'll be it. fine. He'll be a, more useful than Marcus, I'm sure. Okay, this really, I, I'm going to I'm gonna <laughs> break the game for a second and tell a little bit of a story. Okay. This really reminds me of a presentation I did back when I was in my senior year in high school. Um, me and my buddy Trekker. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, know, I, I already know don't like this story. Okay, right, go ahead. This, tell me the story. Uh, what happened was I had been gone from school for like a week. I was just feeling lethargic and didn't go. Yeah, that's what. That's what? the kind of student I was. But um, and Trekker got saddled as my partner, and he didn't do any of the work because he was a slacker too. And Gosh. we were supposed to do a report on what the equivalent exchange rate was, or something. Is it, it was a finance class, something and neither of us. Before. The day the presentation came, neither of us had anything prepared. I'm like, all right, Trekker, follow me to the board. Follow my lead. Oh my gosh. And we just went up to the board. I'm like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, it's a lot. The equivalent exchange rate is a lot like a story I once heard called the Ugly Barnacle. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Once there was an Ugly Barnacle, and then Trekker drew a barnacle with, like, eyes and made it really oh angry gosh. looking. And then he drew a whole bunch of other barnacles because he knew where I was going. He was so ugly that everyone died. And then Trekker er erased all of the other ones. Oh. I have no idea what we were supposed to research. <laughs> that was your presentation? And my teacher's just like, wow. Oh <laughs> I can't believe they just did that. <laughs> Moving yeah, on. I Moving on. Know what to say. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll just come watch. Okay. okay. If you'd be more comfortable. I could use all the help I can get. What what would you have me do? Did, didn't Petros teach you about fighting or warding off or how to protect yourself from... Not really. My father tried to keep me away from those kinds of things. Tried to protect me. I was more interested in, in fortune-telling than I was in, in fighting things. Huh. Maybe you can hold up the charts? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps, uh, yes. <laughs> Maybe I will. Little man... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, she's just trying to be nice. She doesn't really know what she'd do. So. He never taught you anything about it? No. That sounds dangerously irresponsible. But no, whatever he, you say. He tried to keep me out of his library as well. I. He said that he had some rather dangerous books in there. Well, isn't that the truth? <laughs> hmm. My ears perked a little bit. Dangerous books? Yes. Do you know which ones they were that he didn't I, want I you to look at? I know one in particular. Ever since that, that day, I, I never went back into his library. What day? I'm starting to agree with little men over here. Is there a reason he didn't teach you? Were you not trustworthy? I just don't think it was that. I think my father was just trying to protect me. I think he wanted I me. I don't understand that. Gnome parents let their children experience everything. That's how you learn. That's how you protect yourself. Well, gnomes are very different from humans. Obviously. And she looks at Marcus. She kind of shrugs her shoulders. I just don't understand humans. And she looks at Marcus. 
<laughs> it's been... Why are you both looking at me? It's been quite a long time. At, at least it feels like a long time since I've participated in any kind of uh, fortune ritual. I've noticed Marcus has his, his hero deck out quite often, and it's really piqued my interest as far as that goes. But no interest in seeking out the books? No. Tell, the, us, tell us about the one book that you did see. It was a very frightful day. This happened not too long before you four entered into, into Ravengrow. So your father was still alive at that time? Yes. He, I doubt he knows this story, though, and he never will. But I was exploring, I was trying to read, learn a little bit more about the mystical arts, and I found a particular book that when I opened, unleashed something horrible. What do you mean, unleashed? A spirit came out? I do not An know object? what it, I do not know what it was. I'm reminded of Army of Darkness when Ash opens the wrong Necronomicon and it attacks yeah. his face. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm thinking of Hocus Pocus when they open the spell book and the light shoots, the light up. shoots up. <laughs> she doesn't really know exactly what it was. She just remembers it being horrible and that I felt almost as if I was being attacked. That and must have been scary. Oh, it was terrifying. I did what I thought was right. I took the book as far away from my house as I could. I threw it in a well and never looked back. That happened here, you say? Yes, that happened here. Not not, not long before you arrived. Kendra, you could have released something that has set off everything in motion. The whole haunting of the prison. I don't, I don't know. I hope not. I, that would, I would feel terrible if but that was the case. But you don't know. You need I, knowledge. Maybe, maybe it would be worth investigating. I don't know. I think I don't we know. need to find this book. Okay. It's, when, after I released it, something... Unfortunate happened in the town as well. What? Little boy went missing. I don't know if it was because of me, but they were so close together that I can't help but think this is all my fault. I think it's your fault. Artrella. What? I'm just saying it. It's obvious. She let off something evil. She already knows. You don't have to make her feel bad. I'm not making her feel bad. I'm just stating a fact. Do you feel bad, Kendra? No, because I do believe it is my fault. See? Never since then, the... I feel like I've ruined so many people's lives since then. Mine, being unable to bring myself to perform these, these fortune-telling rituals, and it brought me such joy to do those. That's and when you quit? That's when I, yes, that is about the time I quit. Seeing Marcus doing them has brought back these memories. Not only mine, though, but the life of the school teacher as well. Ever since the boy went missing, people in this town blamed him for his disappearance. How could you blame a little boy? They thought he ran away? No, they the blamed teacher. the teacher. Oh, the, the teacher. teacher. Why would they blame a teacher? They thought that he did something with this little boy. Doesn't seem logical to me. But I guess they didn't have all the facts. Yes, I I do not know for sure what what really happened that day. All I know is that something happened and I regret not listening to my father. Where is the well? In the forest, behind, behind my house. Well, how much time do we got before this town meeting? It's later tonight. It's after the sun goes down. So, as long as, as long as that takes several hours, it's noon right now. Okay. 
Am I the only one thinking of Bongo Bongo from Ocarina of Time right now? Yeah, because she I don't know what that is. She threw an evil book in a well. Who the hell is Bongo Bongo? Did you not play <laughs> Ocarina of Time? Yeah, I never played Zelda Ocarina I of Time. The Shadow Temple boss. I never got past the, the Fire Temple. You <laughs> need an education, my friend. Zelda Bring references back in. aside. <laughs> hey, Perod, what are you up for a little adventure? This one seems safe. I think we need to get Kendra back on track. Think she needs to fix her mistakes. Okay. Let's go. Well, I would be eternally grateful if you could all. Are you up for a hike into this. the woods? Oh, come I on. I suppose, maybe. You're just I'm reading. Just, I'm just terrified of what I might find. We're going to help you with that. We're going to rectify your mistake. Maybe it'll make you feel better. Perhaps. Even just the fresh air. You've yes. been stuck in here for. A while. A while. She's, yeah, she's starting to look like it, too. Ignore, wow. Ignoring, <laughs> ignoring them, uh, I'm going to walk up and pat her on the head and go, let's go. All right. I guess I will pull strength from all of you. You're all so brave. Marcus, I think we need your rope and grappling hook and whatever else you have. And by that, you should probably take it as in we need you. I'm not going to say it, though. That's the closest thing to a sincere invitation you're ever going to get from Artrilla. Ever again. Look, everyone, not to rain on the pity parade we're having here, but in case you haven't noticed, we're all a bit low on resources right now. I am out of spells. Oh, yeah. I think I'm out, too. What are you saying, then? Maybe we should go tomorrow. Perhaps we should wait until all of us at her at our peaks. What do you think we're gonna see in the forest? She threw an evil book that could possibly contain an evil monster in a well in the forest and we have no one knowing we're out there. What did you think we were gonna encounter in the prison? I just roll my eyes at you. <laughs> I mean, in the exactly. prison, at least we have the sheriff who knows we're in there. No one even knows we're leaving. All right, Pirod. And think I about agree. it. What if Kendra is harmed out there? We have the town to pay. That's true. I hadn't thought it through very well. All right. All right. I say we wait till tomorrow, too. Is that okay with you, Kendra? Can you live with your guilty conscience another day? I've lived with it this long. What's one more day? You're staying, then. Yep. Okay. So, instead of heading out, what do you all do? Come on, Marcus, help me put together some notes. <laughs> so you guys are like, you guys are just resting, I'm resting, preparing for the town council meeting. Okay. So you finish preparing yourselves, get all your spells back after eight hours, heal up any remaining HP you didn't have already, healed up from the wands, and Kendra announces that it's time for the town council meeting. You begin walking towards the town hall, which is in the in the center of town, you know, the big circle of buildings. It's the largest building in the town town circle. As you approach, you can see the lights on inside the, you know, the oil lamps are lit on the inside and there are just like a ton of people here. M more than you've seen in one place at any time within Ravengrove. You begin to approach the building and enter the front doors to find that the building is just packed. 
it is standing room only. Like they have pews in here, but to, like people people aren't sitting on the pews. They're just standing in front of them. You notice up on the stage, two people you've three people you've met before. You notice Councilman Hearthmount, Councilman uh, Garen Garen Murakar, and Sheriff Kaler off to the right. Where do you guys want to sit or stand in this case? Where would you guys like to be? More towards the front, towards the back, and you can you can split up if you want. You don't have to all be together. Artril is going to stand near the back, but out in the aisle so she can see what's going on. Okay. And they're going to let me because I'm small and cute. Okay. Min okay. sits on Parad's shoulder. Okay. Um, where, where does Parad want to stand? Uh, about the same distance up as Artrilla, just on the opposite side. And Marcus is going to lean back against the wall. So you make your way over, you stand next to a townsperson, uh, and the rest of you are kind of in the aisle. Parad's probably, probably in a pew. People on either side, Min on his shoulders, so that Min can see the front. And it's kind of it's kind of loud. Like people are talking, things are going on, and uh, they things haven't started yet. Sheriff Kaler notices you guys arrive, and uh, everybody roll me a perception check. Twenty. Twenty. Marcus. Twenty-five. Min. Twelve. Thirteen. Marcus notices. You know, being even though he's so far in the back, he notices that he. Look, probably looks at Sheriff Kaler and the councilmen, council people, and notices that Sheriff Kaler nods to Councilman Hearthmount, who you met before, and then you you presume that he was waiting for you guys to arrive before he started, maybe talked to the councilmen before, and told them what was happening. So you notice that go down. It's just kind of a, a nod, like, let's get things going. Councilman Hearthmount stands to address the large crowd and you guys are surprised that there's even like spots in here because there's people there's people outside looking in through the windows they've opened the windows so people outside can hear there's people i mean just everywhere it's it's pretty packed councilman hearthmount uh stands at the podium he grips both sides of it thank you all for coming tonight i'm glad to see all of you here thank you for our Representatives from, uh, he says a neighboring city you guys probably aren't familiar with. They've come in. They've brought people in. And he gestures to them. They're up in the front. Thank you for coming. We appreciate you being here. Tonight is a very odd night. And it is it is mandatory. That's why there are so many people here. Normally, there are not this many people at these council meetings. Through no fault of my own. And everybody kind of laughs and yeah. chuckles. Sheriff Kaler just kind of shakes his head. Councilman Hearthmount says, Tonight will be a very different meeting. The councilmen, we will not participate in tonight's council meeting. Tonight is for you to air your worries and your fears of what has been going on in this town. I will leave the podium open to anybody who would like to participate and get things off their chest. Maybe we can find a solution to what is plaguing our little city here. And so he opens up the podium. People begin lining up in the aisle way, one by one, just start going up, saying things that are happening, the weird things going on. You hear people talk about the Sturges they saw, the fight you guys had with them, 
You hear them talk about missing animals, missing pets, things like that. But compared to what you guys have seen, these things seem very trivial. You guys all know that there's more going on. You've established that and kind of know the cause of all these happenings here in Ravengrow. And so they get up, they plead their cases and, and say, you know, this is happening in the town. Uh, food is rotting out of nowhere. Just like fresh food they bring in just begins to rot. I look at men. <laughs> and he just shrugs like, uh-uh. <laughs> just weird things like that. And they're not sure what's going on. The councilmen, they just look more and more exasperated. And once the last person has aired their grievances, councilman Hearthmount steps back up to the podium. It is very nice to have all these matters brought to our attention. We do hope that we will be able to figure out what is going on. Now, I will turn the time over to Sheriff Kayla, who has brought to light a possible solution to our, our dilemma. Thank you. He sits back down. Sheriff Kayla steps up to the podium, begins speaking, addressing the, the crowd. Ladies and gentlemen, it is great to see all of you here tonight. To see as many of you here also brings me a great deal of worry. There are four visitors that have come to town several days ago. I wish to enlist their help. And as soon as he says that, these people just start going nuts. Like, like you can hear some people yelling, like, no, it's their fault, no. You can hear some people, like, like, you know, try and calm the naysayers down. There's, there's people that are neutral that, like, haven't even met you. Okay, you, you notice the tavern keeper is one of the people that's for you. Oh, Father Grimborough is for you. He, he's not, like, shouting, but he's, you know, trying to plead his case as well. The naysayers are always louder than the positive and the, people. Yeah, yeah, the naysayers are just kind of taking over. They're, and, and, you know, a lot of people are mad. Sheriff Kaler, like, just starts banging on the podium. Listen, people. I'm only suggesting that we allow them to plead their case, explain what they have found inside the prison. And as soon as he says that, people just start yelling again. They're like, they've been in the prison. It's their fault. They're causing this. They're they're going in there. They're exploring places they shouldn't be. He starts pounding on the podium again. Listen, people. We don't have very many options at this point. Now, I'm pleading. I'm begging to just let them speak. You guys think he's an idiot. But the man holds an air of respect over these people. And this is the first time any of you are seeing that. Thank you. Now, if you'll all be silent for five minutes so that my friends can speak, I would be great, greatly appreciated. He signals for the four of you to come up to the stage. Does Marcus go up? You're the only one I question. Are you going up to the front? <laughs> no. Nope. I'm not going Depends up like either. Begging. Oh, he's come not. On. Come on. I'm not Aww. part of I'm not part of his presentation, so I wasn't planning on going up either. Okay, you are part of the presentation. Why you aren't you agreed going to up? help him. You're going up there. Min looks back at Marcus over Parad's shoulder with very very pleading puppy dog eyes. Come on. <laughs> and I look the other way so he can't see and Come give on. you a scowl. Go up there. Okay, well, this is going Marcus, on. Marcus, like, shakes his head side <laughs> to side, pulls his hat a little farther down, <laughs> and starts walking. Well, this is going on. I want to cast prestidigitation, because I'm assuming there's some kind of um, pointer stick on the podium, because mm -hmm. there always is at places like this, and have it tap for attention, and then cast ghost sounds. And play a dirge as they're walking up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and everybody gets quiet. I was going to sing your happy birthday dirge because that's the only oh. one I know. It's your birthday. 
Happy birthday. So that when gets you're closer to the grave, and think of all the food we'll save. But happy birthday! Yep, that's what's that's what's going on. As they're walking up to the front. Yep. So Marcus and, and they're hearing it from you know everywhere. all over. People over are like distraught. They're like, "What? <laughs> what's going on? What is that?" And mm. I am giggling like mm. crazy. <laughs> it's a very odd choice, but okay. Do you go up to the front? Yeah. Okay. That's for you, little man. Go get him. Really Are you going up to the front? No. Okay. So Marcus and Min, good old duo. <laughs> the weirdest go up, duo the weirdest ever. Weirdest duo ever. Go up to the front. Sheriff Kaler bends down, shakes <laughs> Min's hand. Thank you for your your assistance, and extends his hand to Marcus. Looks to me like you need all the help against these idiots you can get. Do you shake his hand? Yeah. Okay. So Ooh. for the first time, probably, probably for the first time, you touch this guy, and <laughs> he he nods, doesn't say anything else, and takes his seat back in the corner. Marcus can sense when there is bigger stupidity about. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing. He might be dumb, but the crowd is definitely more dumb. <laughs> so the lesser of two dumbs. Yeah, the lesser of two <laughs> stupids. So you guys. Stand at the front. You gotta put a picture of Marcus's mini on the website. <laughs> I, I will. Mark, he's, he's, we got a pirate for Marcus, so hey, he looks he looks pretty sick. I'm not gonna lie. So you stand at the front, maybe not behind the podium, because unless Min wants to stand on the podium, uh, Min tries to climb it for uh, a, a little bit and can't quite get over. So he looks over and Marcus is like, um, if you would please. <laughs> Picks you up by your collar and hauls you up there. So appropriate. Yeah. You're just kind of like like a ragdoll, just hanging there, spinning maybe a little bit. Thank you, Marcus. You up. So, as many of you have already guessed, Ravengrow has a bit of an undead problem. This is not a new problem. This is Ustalav. Your ancestors have been dealing it with, with it for years. It seems to me all you guys need to protect yourselves is an education on the fundamentals of warding off undead. To help me with this, is local for Rosman and, um, businessman. <laughs> he, he tucks his hat down a little farther. <laughs> <laughs> That's our trouble laughing. In the back. <laughs> Marcus Riven. And I am Mingal Pestle. My friends call me Min. And just Min. Go, little Min! <laughs> <laughs> they all cut the people just kind of look at you at this even I'm chuckling <laughs> <laughs> to start off I was informed by my colleague that there are in fact four fundamental types of undead to explain that here is Marcus Raven go Marcus <laughs> all right first let me just say something shut up Artrilla <laughs> what you need to know like he says, four major types. There's the consummate undead, those who become undead by will. I can't cast a dancing ball of light by you. <laughs> One. Ooh, it's a ghost. I'm going to counterspell it. <laughs> Marcus uses a cantrip and just... Visual <laughs> aids. Yeah. <laughs> then there's the, the hungry undead who just like to spread misfortune as far as they can. There goes your second one. And then the incorporeal, you know, typical. Here comes your third dancing light. <laughs> <laughs> Ghosts. 
Any apparitions you may encounter as those. And last but not least are the mindless. Fast ball fire. And these ones are by far the easiest to deal with. And they're things like skeletons or just animated corpses. They're not that hard to deal with. A simple sword or a mace, you'll be fine. Okay, I'm going to send you a silent image now of a skeleton right next to you. <laughs> Visual aids, people. Mm. And I'm cracking up. <laughs> the whole time, silently laughing. Town's people are kind of put off by that. Some of some of them are, are in, in awe. They might not have seen stuff like this, so they don't know what's going on. And, right, and, and they think it's fascinating that as you're saying this stuff appears. So and is, and, they wonder if you're doing it. As well, some of these people have no idea where they're coming from, so they wonder if Marcus is doing them. You're getting the most oohs and ahs you'll ever see, ever. And the skeleton's going to start tap dancing and juggling the three ball of lights. That All right, as soon as that happens, <laughs> as soon as that happens, you see like a card whips across the room and embeds itself into the wall next to our trill. <laughs> hey, I'm kind of there. Watch out for people. Yeah. <laughs> I just go, you miss me. The next one won't. Thank you, Marcus. Now, a few basics about defending yourselves against undead. Because they are not living, they can in fact be harmed by positive energy. I purchased this wand from local store owner Jaminda, a wand of cure light wounds that is very effective in harming them. Uh, she also gave it to me at a discounted price, which given the current crises, I'm sure she'd be more than happy to do so, <laughs> to do so for... <laughs> Any, any that was Jacinda or Jalinda or whatever. Jaminda. Right, Jaminda? Right? It's like looking over at her. <laughs> She's probably Poor. just like. <laughs> yeah. She's no, like no, no, shaking no, her head. Cut the mic, cut the mic, cut the mic, cut the Right. Anyway, so as my colleague pointed out, there are in fact four types of undead. The consummate undead. Um, to be quite honest, none of you have a prayer of actually killing one of them. But thankfully, they're few and <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thankfully, they're few and far between, and there are ways to defend against them without actually fighting them. The first one, and probably easiest to get your hands on, is holy symbols. But not just any holy symbol will do. Marcus, you got your visual aid, please. <laughs> and he asked for Marcus's holy symbol yeah. for Rosma. I would have thought it would have been funny if, like, Min just pulled it out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it just, like, pulls it right out of his coat. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> now, Exhibit A, this holy symbol, is a holy symbol of Phrasma, which indeed is a bane to undead. However, if I, Mingal Thessal, were to present this holy Mingal symbol... Thessal. ...were to present this holy symbol to one of the undead, it would be completely ineffective because I happen to not be Phrasman. Marcus, however, Exhibit B, would be able to defend against a consummate undead who would recoil from the holy symbol long enough for you to get away and consult someone who can handle this. I actually don't think that's how that works. It is. Mm. Oh. Has to be strongly presented. A okay. strongly presented holy symbol. Wow. Well, it doesn't mean you have to believe in it. You can just like, Ugh! and it'll still be out there. Yeah, better you safe than sorry. You can just strongly thrust it in their face. Yeah, I don't know. I think you'd have to believe in, in it. Face. I'm with Philip on this one. I think you'd have to believe in it to really. Otherwise, it's just a piece of metal. What do you, the listeners, think? Send us, us send us your thoughts. Send us an email. Send us your <laughs> thoughts. Min believes you have to have some sort of faith attached to the holy symbol in order for it to work. And uh, and then he hands it back to Marcus. There you are. Back. 
<laughs> the hungry undead are also, well, extremely dangerous. You, and you are far better off getting away from them as quickly as possible and finding someone more equipped to handle such a thing. The like me and Parod! The same also goes for the incorporeal undead. Now, our town does come equipped with a couple people who are versed in defense against the undead who may be of uh, an ability to help you, such as Father Grimborough. Father Grimborough, do you have any experience destroying undead as a Ferozman cleric? No, only laying the dead to rest. But you're knowledgeable, yes? Yes. And you're able to channel positive energy, yes? Yes. Highly effective. Highly, highly effective. Way to bolster the crowd, father. <laughs> <laughs> now, the incorporeal undead are also interesting. They're typically the spirits of the departed. Now, the thing that you gotta know about the departed is some of them actually can, in fact, be reasoned with. It is a very good idea to invest in a scroll and or wand of detect evil to know exactly what you're dealing with when talking to a haunt. If they're not evil, they can be talked to and in fact put to rest. It can be as simple as solving their murder or just finding where their body blah, was improperly blah, buried. Blah. Simple as one, two, and what comes after two? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I think that's about as high as this town can count, Parod. Father Grimborough, are you able to accommodate the ability to detect evil? Yes. There you go. Way but to go, Father. <laughs> Now, the final form of undead, the mindless undead, which are probably the easiest to deal with and thankfully also the most common. Really, you just find the biggest stick you can and hit them with it. Fire also works very well. Fire, positive energy, and something else. The other thing that they have on you is might have on you is numbers, so it's also a good idea to form a sort of local militia to act in times of emergency. In this crowd, you think they're going to form a militia from this group? Are you insane, little men? You guys are all farmers, right? They just kind of agree. Y'all have pitchforks, yes. shovels, yes. tools, yes. big heavy things that you can smash things with? Yes. That is all it takes to deal with the most common undead menace. Or they could just hire us. You're, you're, you're not helping. I know I'm not. You're, you're, I really up. don't like this crowd. Just shut up, okay. No commentary from the peanut gallery. Are you saying that to me as Parade? Yes. We're not always going to be here. Well, for now. <laughs> yeah, but what about, what about when we leave? The undead are still a thing, especially here in Ustalov. I just don't think these people are worth saving. Little oh. peanut heads. Ouch. You are not helping you are us. Not help, you are not helping your case right now. At all. That's how I They think, already though. don't like you. That's how I'm thinking. I don't like this group. They don't like us. I don't like them. Artrilla, Why would I want to help them? Artrilla, please. The point of this meeting is to get along. The point of this meeting was to find out what they were going to do to help themselves. And I don't think they can help themselves. No, because they've never been taught. That's why I put together this presentation. Right, Marcus? Marcus. Uh, Back me up. Help him out. Back me up. <laughs> Back me up. Uh, Back me up, colleague. I'm going to give you the evil See, eye for my even seat. Marcus, even Marcus doesn't think they're they're worth saving. Back me up. I don't like this crowd. I've had enough of this. I'm going home. Take me out. No. Why? Because Too crowded. It, it, yeah, it's crowded for one. I can't get through. Are you done with your presentation for the uh, most part? 
Wow, because I, re I really don't want to leave it on that note, though. As soon as you turn around to leave, many people are glaring at you angrily. And as you're leaving, I do several, not care. <laughs> several oil lanterns hung throughout the building explode. Just shatter and pop one by one. Five to be exact. All five of them go off and the building begins to burn. Fire starts spreading throughout the building. Four townspeople fall unconscious immediately and are dying in front of you. The councilmen up at the top of the stage are trying to calm people down and organize them to get them out of the building. The room erupts into utter chaos as people begin screaming and running. The people outside don't know, don't know really what to do and are just trying to help people climb out the windows, just get people out of the building. But it is very disorganized and chaotic. You were close enough to one of them as you were walking away to take damage from it. Oh. He's just doing that because I spoke up in the meeting. Yeah. Spoke up. You're gonna take That's five points of damage from the from the lantern exploding and splashing you with hot oil. The fire begins to spread as soon as everybody rolls for initiative. Okay, Parad. Twenty-one. Marcus. Nineteen. Min. Seven. Artrilla. Twenty-one. All right, you guys are tied. Who has a higher initiative modifier? Who rolled higher, basically? Whoever I have a rolled. two. I have a three. So go she first. goes first. It's whoever rolled higher. So the order of initiative goes Artrilla, Parad, Marcus, and Min. Those four are unconscious and dying. There are several options here. Artrilla, it is your turn. There are five fires burning throughout the building. Okay. My first prerogative is to get to Min. I am getting my friend out of okay. there. Okay. So I'm going to race up that aisle. And because I'm it so small... It is difficult terrain okay. in this building because there are so many people. Okay. So you can move at half speed. So what is your movement speed? 25. 25. So you're moving 10? 10 feet? No, 12 half. at least. No, because it's by fives. You got to do it oh, by fives. You got to do it by fives. So you're moving... Ten. You can move 20 feet. So you can move four squares up towards Min. Okay. Put me four squares up towards Min. Trying to muscle your way through this crowd. Yeah. All right. Well, she could. That was a double move, huh? Yeah, she double moved. So, because it's difficult terrain. Little man, I'm coming! It is Parod's turn. You notice behind you and to your left, two unconscious townspeople. Fires beginning to spread throughout the building. What are you doing? How many would you say I can carry at one time? How many people? One. One? One person at a time. Okay, so I'm going to go to the closest one to me. They're both equally spaced okay, between Okay, so them. go to the 20. Okay. And grab him and then try to... That is yeah. your turn to so, pick him up is your turn. Okay, so I'm going to pick him up. Mm -hmm. And then you move at half speed when you're carrying him. It is Marcus's turn. All right. So uh, how big are these fires right now? They're... Right now, they're localized in five-foot square. He's going to say, all right, I need everybody with access to water or frost magic. Get to work on those fires. Now. Not a lot of people oh. speak up. Like, not a lot of people are familiar with magic. And Marcus, he shoots a ray of frost at one of the fires. At one of the fires. So you're going to shoot it at that one right there, that, uh, the D20? Yeah. Okay. That's the closest one without, like, hitting 
anybody. Just need you to roll a caster check. That was a natural 16. So that's a 17. Okay, that fire goes out. Yay! There are still three fires burning. It is Min's turn. How exciting! Oh, jeez. Oh my gosh, you're so weird. This is the perfect time to demonstrate proper wand use. Five, ten. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Fifteen, twenty. That'll be my full movement. I'm trying to save you. Isn't that the one I just put out? Just put out. Yeah, yeah he did. wants to heal. Them. Oh, he wants. Oh. To, you want to heal him? Okay. Oh, kill him. He's dying still. Okay. Go ahead. If you're, you're gonna heal him. That heal was him. my. That was my whole. Oh, turn. that was I your whole turn. Okay, to get so there. you double moved. I had to hop off the now. podium to get there. Ooh. Okay. Those five fires are going no, to aren't four we down fires. To four. Or four, excuse four me. Fires. Those four fires. It's the one in the back corner. You got the one under the D4. You got that D6 up there. And then the D, the D percentile right there. Those fires are going to expand five feet in radius. So, Min is going to take fire damage. Yeah, you just... No, that one's no, out. I just put that, that one That one is out. That's yeah, right. Okay, never mind. Just the D20 off the board. <laughs> Yeah, but we need to know that's a guy still. It's a person there. Okay, so I'll just remember that one's out. So nobody's going to take damage, but they are going to move out five feet in radius. So back up to the top. It's our Trillis turn. Uh, I'm muttering two. under my breath. Little idiot. Um, now I'm in the middle of everything. I'm just going to move as much as I can still towards them. Okay. That is your turn. And it is Parad's turn. So you're going to move that guy away from the fire? Yeah. Okay. Actually, no. Somebody does take damage. You take damage from that fire because okay. you're next to it. All right. You might want to put the fire out first. Five points of damage. No, he's just going. Five, Five points of damage. And so you take that, but you can move him still. So do you want to... Does the civilian take damage? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna move the civilian. Okay. Is there any way I can get him outside? Isn't he yeah, you can. Door? You can move to the door and just kind of like toss him. Toss him outside. <laughs> okay, I'll do that, and then and then the crowd crowd surfs him back in. Yeah. <laughs> no. Throws him back at Parade. <laughs> Take him back. <laughs> All right. The two townspeople that were in the fire are now dead. <gasps> Even the one he just threw outside? No, oh, the okay, two that are you. in the fires right now okay. are dead. Aww. Two townspeople have just died. It is Marcus's turn. Uh, he's going to blast another fire. Okay. Can you reach him? He can reach this one. Okay. Sad though, the guy in that one's already dead. I'm gonna spend the card that I drew for the day, the vision. Okay. It gives me a plus two on this roll. That is a what, seven? Yeah, okay, that's that's a seventeen on the die. It's it's good. Okay. So you put out another fire. That's two down. Under the D six. Unfortunately that person is dead. Three to go. Now uh, Min, it's your turn. Min pulls out the wand and wands the guy for nine points of HP. Okay, so he's awake. He stands up and begins walking towards the. Or he's, he turns around to begin walking towards the window. He can't can't begin walking yet. 
So, top of the round. Round three. Every fire is going to spread out five feet further. Prod is going to take another point of damage, and this person, that person right there, so the 2d10s, both fall unconscious because the fire has spread so far. Oh. Prod takes two points of damage. Those person, those people are unconscious. You have two fires out, right? Yeah. Okay, you have two fires out right now. The three in the back are just spreading further up towards the front. Okay? It is Arturo's turn. I'm going to try to pull Min outside with me. Okay. You, you have window. to convince him to go with you. Come on, you little nit. Let's get out of here. We have to put the fire out. I don't have anything to put out the fire. Get out of here well, with me. we have me. to help the people. Help these? No, let's go. We need to help ourselves. Petros would help these people. Dang it. You do have something to put the fire out. What? Your cloak. Like you're like if you're wearing a jacket. Are you wearing a jacket or anything? Yeah, I always wear my cloak. Yeah. Yeah, you can put it out with your cloak. Okay, so where's the nearest fire to me? All the way in the back. No, is there somebody I can help then? Uh, you can try and convince these people to leave in an orderly fashion, because they're just running everywhere. What if you just can I reach the window and just help people start going out the window then? Sure. Okay, put yeah. me there. So Dang I'm gonna it. say I'm gonna say because worked. you did that that D20 is now out of the building. Okay, take him out. And it's Parod's turn. So go ahead, Parod. There's another okay. guy. Well, uh, he's dead. That's right. The D4 and the D6 are dead. Those two. Those two just yeah. fell unconscious. Okay, so to all the remaining people in the building, I'm just gonna yell as loud as I possibly can to every single person in this building. Listen up! If you're not helping, grab someone unconscious, get out of this building in an orderly manner, or you can take off your clothes and help put out these fires. If you're not helping, get out of this building! Either roll a diplomacy or an intimidate check. I'll, roll, I'll let you roll whichever is higher. Okay, I'm gonna roll an intimidate check. Does a 20 work? A 20 Intimidate mm -hmm. works exactly. Yay. These townspeople can now move six squares around. Before they were only moving one square. It's Min's, or it's Marcus's turn, excuse me. He's going to spend his move action to climb on top of the podium. Okay. Just to get a better vantage point. And he's going to blast one of the other fires. Okay. Isn't that a free action because it's a five-foot square? Or? Uh, I'm, I'm climbing up climb on the square. Oh. Okay. That's another natural 17. Okay. Which one? Wow, uh, you're rolling good tonight. That one. That one back there? Way in yeah. the back. Okay. Well, uh, whichever one is closest to the door. This person. Oh, that one? So, yeah, that one. That that D10 is still unconscious, but no longer in the fire. Phew. In that fire, okay? Uh, Min, it's your turn. We finally found Marcus's calling. Yeah. He is a fire extinguisher. <laughs> Alright, Min, you're up. Oh, I wish I had Ray of Frost, but I don't. Um, the one in the orange D10 right there. Yes. Is still in fire. Yes. Oh, man. And if I don't get to him in one round, he's gonna die? Depending on how much damage he takes. Wait, if he can move five squares, wouldn't he be out by now? He's unconscious. He's unconscious, and no, and they fire. could not move those six squares unless one of you made a, a check. 
to get them going towards the exits. Oh, I, okay. They were only moving one square around. Okay. So. Can I move? You can move, but it's difficult terrain still. Okay, it's still difficult terrain yep. for me, so. Ugh, crap, I have to double move. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. And I can't do anything after that. I can't mm -hmm. even put out the fire. Nope. Now you're on fire. Yeah, now yeah, I'm no, on fire. No, you're not on fire yet. I'm not on fire yet, yet. but I'll, I'll take fire damage. Okay. Top of the round. Round four. As if a burning building was not bad enough. Oh, no. Crap. You all look towards the front of the building, the north end of the building where the stand is and the council members are. As the windows begin to rattle and explode. Oh, Marcus great. is going to take some damage. Ooh. Every single council member is unconscious, and Sheriff Kaler is going to take some damage. He's trying to get people out as well. He's not useless, but, I mean, he's yes, just he trying, to, yes, he's he trying to get people out as well. Marcus is going to take six points of damage Ow. from the shattering Again, glass. Again, a third of my HP. Oh, my god! All four council members are unconscious. As the windows shatter and explode, two, and you've seen these before, no, no. flaming skulls come through the windows. On either side of Marcus. To float just there. Great. They just come in 10 feet and stop. Then, it is Artrilla's turn. Okay, now remind me, what are the skulls? Are they haunts? Or are no, they... they're they're undead. They're flaming skulls. Undead. Okay. I just can't remember how we killed them last time. Like bow and arrow. Yeah, you shot them. Yeah, I think they're okay. mindless undead, so right, they'll take. I'm pulling out my sharp bow then. Okay. Actually, wait, no, excuse me. Top of the round, Parad and Min, as these last remaining fires spread. Oh, that's right. You shot the. I shot the one that was closest to the door. The you one shot that the had D4 spread then. the furthest to the door. That one. This yeah. One. Or this one. I can't remember. Whichever one was about to cover Parade. I think they it would be. Were. Both of them are. Okay, yeah, so I guess I got that one then. The one that's gone. This one? Yeah. That one. Okay, this one spreads. Parade's going to take more damage and. Wait, there were only five, right? Five yeah. to start? How many yeah. are there left now? Two. Two. You, hit, you put out three. Okay, I was just making sure no, you, you're, that we yeah. got rid of them. You put out three, so the one in the corner back here is continuing to spread. And that corner, And right. that person. So Min's actually not in fire out. right now? No, not yet. It's the two in the back. Okay. Parade's going. and that fire are the yes. only two left mm -hmm. in the corner. So we've lost okay. three townspeople so far. You've lost, like, four townspeople oh, right now. Sad. Yeah, you've lost four townspeople. And Parade's going to take more damage. Three points how, of damage. Look at how, how confident Three. Zach is. I know. He's, like, so calm. Like, yeah. Okay, hey, go ahead. Now it is Archilla's turn. Top okay. of the round. I'm pulling round out four. My, I'm pulling out my short bow then and loading okay. it up. So I'm going to get those skulls. Okay. Uh, 18 to hit. 18 hits. Okay. Four points of damage. Woohoo! Okay. Stay away from my Marcus! And it's Parade's turn. Okay, so... Um, I wear a, a cloak, like just a regular cloth. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna take it off and put out put out the fire that just hurt me, like the one that's literally okay. right next to me. You need to roll a combat maneuver check. Okay. So your your CM CMB. The thirteen. Thirteen. Mm -hmm. 
just barely put it out. Yeah. So you, you smother it with Hurrah your coat. There's the one fire in the back corner, which is hit here. So okay. next round, it's going to move on you again. Okay. Oh, boy. And it is Marcus's turn. All right. Marcus is going to be, he's just going to say, come at me, you bastards. And he is going to run his hand along a deck, like one of the one of his decks he keeps. Okay. And that starts to glow. Okay. Ooh. And he is going to pull one of them or pull a card out and blast the one of the last fires with. Okay, <laughs> roll me a caster <laughs> check. Okay, that is a an eighteen total. Ooh, okay. That last fire is out. Yeah. So the no building's no longer on fire. And it's Min's turn. First time you've seen him light a yeah. card up, by the way. <laughs> That's cool. All right. Min wands the unconscious and dying fellow in front of him for three points of HP. Okay. Uh, is he awake? He's not awake. Okay. Nope. He's not awake. It is top of the round. Round five. Actually, no. It's it's their turn. It's the flaming skulls. Here, move on, Marcus. You are flanked by these skulls. Wait, yep. he's on top of the podium. Oh, no, yeah, is. I'm. I'm on higher ground. Yeah, but they're, Unless, flo- they're, yeah, they're floating. Yeah, they're also flying. They're floating. Yeah, he, that is a good. That equal. is a good call. That would have been good. But they are floating. They're floating, they, so they do in fact fly. They're just going to slam you. <laughs> Two skulls. I can't look. It's a Marcus sandwich. This is when he rolls criticals. Nope, I rolled a three. (gasps) He's lost his mojo. Okay, it is the other one's turn. Okay, explain how they would have missed. Come on, give us some flavor. A nine. They just kind of like fly in, don't get close enough, and fly back out. Maybe they're they're put off by the fact that there's no fires burning in the building. And Marcus is a squirrely devil. That's true. He really is. He's a slippery ale. And it is top of the round, round five, Artrilla's turn. Now I can't shoot at him, though. Um, I'm going to run up then and get my pull out my rapier and get ready to okay. knock one of those skulls. Why can't you shoot them? Because I'll hit Marcus. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, he's in the middle of the sandwich. <laughs> it is I'm afraid I'll hit Harad's Marcus. turn. So... Since the fires are out, I don't really see a point in like running up to civilians. So I'm gonna pull out my longbow and try to shoot one of the skulls from where I am. Okay. Okay. Go ahead and shoot it. Um, 18. That's a hit. For seven points of damage. Which one were you hitting? Uh, the one on the left of Marcus. Okay, it is dead. You take one of the skulls out. So that one. Okay. And it is Marcus's turn. All right, Marcus is gonna five foot step back down onto the ground. Okay. Can't five foot step in here. Difficult terrain, so it'd be... Well, I'm, I'm up on the podium. Yeah, I think it, that's why whole, you can't five-foot step. That's why you can't five-foot step. You have to step down. 
Well, that's so it's to move action to step down. All right, never mind. Okay, you're gonna <laughs> stay on the podium. Poor Marcus. <laughs> no, I need my full my full round action. That's the thing. You can try. You can try, you really can try and get plan. it up there, if you're not scared to provoke. Yeah, you're right there by it. All right, first things first. You scared? No, I'm not scared. He's scared. Marcus is going to spell combat, okay. and he provokes. All right. Is a 15 hit? Barely misses. Yeah. Uh, all it, right. It, so yeah, go ahead. Your so, turn. So uh, Marcus, he charges the spell and he touches it with chill touch. Okay. First things first, I gotta roll to see if I actually hit it. That's a natural twenty. Oh! You are on fire! Oh. All right. Magical critical. Magical nice. critical. If you confirm. That is a twelve to confirm. Twelve does not confirm. Oh. oh, twelve does not confirm touch Dang. either. Dang. So, max damage on max the twenty. Max damage. So it's a, it's actually nothing. I touched him with chill touch. He runs okay. away. Okay. But my next attack. Do it then. He hurls the card. Okay. In his hand. Did it like put out the fire? The chill touch on the flaming skull. No, uh, no. That is a. See, I had a plus three to hit on those. A fourteen against a normal AC. Fourteen hits. Yeah. Yay. All right. Wow. This it is, is treated as magic, so it deals. Okay. Oh, max damage. It deals six points of damage. Yeah. Woohoo. Oh yeah, and it also has to run away from me for. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna worry about it for four, five you, rounds. You throw the card, and it slices right through it, nice. and it like just lodges in the other wall. You throw it that hard, that it just flies straight through it. As it falls to the ground, the flames extinguish, and it clatters nice. on the ground. You stand in this building. Several walls are burned. Maybe there's a couple missing. Council members, all unconscious. Sheriff Kaler, glass all over him, still trying to assist people, gather them, calm them down. You lost four townspeople Aww. in this combat. People outside, still in a panic. About what just happened, what went down inside the building at a loss. Some are angry, most are confused. Some of the anger is directed at you. You see your friends that you have made Tavern Keeper, Father Grimborough, even Sheriff Kaler, consoling these people and saying they have no way of knowing that this was caused by you or not. All this is happening. What are you guys doing now that the combat is done? I need to burn another charge on the wand. Okay. To make, wake this guy wake up. Wake this so guy up. Min like taps it on his hand like, come on, come on, work. <laughs> I'm gonna go over and, go. and see okay. how I can help Min and make sure he's okay. Four points of HP. He wakes up. He wakes up, stands up. Oh, thank you for saving me. 
No problem. Please head in an orderly fashion towards the door <laughs> past that big green fellow will help you out. So he exits. And I'm checking in for any injuries. I'm okay. Um, I'm you see several families just sobbing. And you can see them through the windows. And you imagine that they are the ones that just lost family members. They're doing a roll call outside the building, making sure everybody's okay. Four bodies lie on the ground. Well, you know, four dead bodies lie on the ground. Slumped on pews. Just in a heap on the floor. What's, it, what's going through everybody's head? I think Marcus is kind of defeated. Okay. He's just... He goes over to the families and just... They're outside, so do you leave oh, the building? Oh, you have to leave and, the building. Yeah. And go talk to them? I'm sorry. I tried. You go to all the families? Yeah, he's going to go to the ones who, like, he... Yeah, he's going to formally apologize to them. Okay, let me... All four of them hate you. Ooh. They are mad at you. And want absolutely nothing to do with you. They reject your apology. Blame you for this event that just happened. Not everybody's mad at you. Some people come up, thank you, pat you on the back. Appreciate that you saved their lives. The people that the the guy that Min healed comes up to him, thanks him. Several people that are truly helped out of the windows come up and thank you, even though you were. I just so, brushed them off. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even acknowledge. You know what I just realized? As our Trilla, I think I would have realized. Oh my gosh, where's Kendra? I think she would have just. Oh. I would have thought about her right now. Where is Kendra? Let me get back to you. Oh my gosh. I'll get back I mean, to you. after I checked on Min. Okay. He's my first priority. Then I would have went, oh, my gosh, where's Kendra? Because I can see he's fine, and he's fine. Parad, uh, another guy, the guy that you threw out of the building, comes up, saves you. Or not saves you. He thanks you for saving him. Uh, shakes your hand, very appreciative, and then goes and joins his family. Now, we've talked about Wait, I wanted to hear what Parad was going to oh, say. Oh, you're going to say something <laughs> to him? Mm, nothing that's out of the ordinary. Now, we've discussed this before, the importance of family. Our Trilla doesn't quite understand it. The three of you, however, on the other hand, do. Marcus, are you taking it heavy? Taking it hard? Yeah, yeah, he is. He, he tried his best and it wasn't enough. Are you? Is Min? Min is devastated okay. for a couple of reasons. Uh, he, the whole reason he wanted to do this presentation and talk to them about how to defend themselves was he's got so much faith in knowledge and like just the basic knowledge can give them a fighting chance. And now four people are dead from n no chance. They had no chance at all. The mm -hmm. fire went off. There was nothing that could have foreseen that, nothing that could have prevented that. And he's like, well, then what is all of this even for? Yeah. Like I can know everything and still fall down some stairs or lamp explodes in my face. It's, okay. like, it's like really disheartening. And That's sad. I'm angry. You're angry? I'm angry because not only did we try like 
I'm angry for like a lot of things right now. Uh, kind of the families. I understand that they're grieving, but I, I feel like they're not giving us credit that we tried to help them. Mm -hmm. Like we went over there, we carried people out, we put out fires, we healed people, and we're not getting any like simp. I, and we've lost things too in this in this battle. Like some of us could have died, but we're here risking our lives for them, and they're turning our back on us. And I'm also angry for the people who, like, set up this attack. Because I'm starting to think this is, this isn't spontaneous. This was set up by someone because they knew the townspeople were gathering here tonight. Mm -hmm. So, I'm just angry because this seems so unnecessary. Okay. Do you, do you tell that to any of the families? I imagine Parad giving a speech right now. Are you talking to any of them? Yeah. Roll me a diplomacy check. Okay. I know that was a pretty good speech. <laughs> 16. Okay. Two of them begin to listen to reason. Two of them do not. Two of them are so angry that... This is the families. This is the families. Okay. Hey, you went over half of them. You went over half of them. Two of them just, you know, walk away, go home for the night. Two of them... Tell, tell you that, you know, they were, you know, they're angry as well. Mm -hmm. They're they're just as mad as you are. They just, they lost a family member in this, mm -hmm. in this, whatever this is. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yes, you've, you've convinced a couple of them to see, see things more your way. What are you guys doing? I'm looking for Kendra. You're looking for Kendra? <laughs> you haven't answered my question. She's outside. Okay. So I she's, find her and I feel she's, better. She's helping people. Like people that might have gotten hurt. Okay. There's like there's like makeshift first aid going on right now. The council members eventually wake up and they come out and they're they're actively helping people as well. A couple of them are banged up, so once they get looked at and treated, they go out and they start helping people because that's what they do. That's that's kind of their job. They're here to look after the city. How are the council members looking? Uh Still unconscious. No, they're they're no, they they're up, up now. They woke said, up and they said. got treated. So this is all just kind of happening as I'm explaining it. Uh, and so, are you guys helping any of them, like nope. doing the makeshift first aid? Nope. I'm leaning against a tree, Min watching is. it. Min is Marcus. Marcus, he doesn't have any experience with it, so Kay. he doesn't. Are you feel... helping anywhere you can at all, or are you just wherever they need a wire? Need you? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you can. I'm sure you can carry like bandages from here to there. <laughs> yeah, he tries to help. Okay. And they appreciate it. Is Parad doing the same thing? Is he just helping? Um, yeah, I'm. I'm probably gonna <laughs> use my remaining potions of cure light wounds to help people. What? You're gonna use <gasps> you your are? potions? I'm gonna get more. You're gonna Don't use. Worry. You're gonna use wow. consumables on NPCs yes. on unimportant NPCs. Yes. Shut up. Don't Give this me. man the Chaotic Good Alignment Award, people. Wow. <laughs> I am so giving you the evil eye that you're wasting you know what? our resources Since on you them. used some of your potions, I'm going to give you a hero card. Woohoo! I'm still giving you the evil eye. I am mad that you're wasting that on them, on those people. The narrow-minded idiots. All right. So you got the dance. Yay. Okay, so the day it's it's late night. People begin going home. <clears throat> the council members come up. Thank you all. You know, uh, 
Councilman Hearthmount, you know Gabriel Murakar. You meet Myrta Straylock, the female councilwoman, and and then the other councilwoman, uh, uh, Chandra Faravans. There's two and two, two men, two women on the council. They they approach you and they thank you for your assistance, and they return to their homes as well. You lose sight of Sheriff Kaler, and you also lose sight of Father Grimborough. They're probably taking people, the, the severely wounded, the people that need more than just simple first aid. They might need casting and stuff. They take them to the temple to care for them. They've also <sighs> taken the, the four dead townspeople to the temple as well to cast gentle repose on them and prepare funeral services for them as well. So what a night it's been. You guys exhausted from the day you had. You had the fight with the Piper. You had you had uh, the fight with the Scythe. Min went through a lot. He saw the father, uh, Father Charlatan. Father McFeary. <laughs> <laughs> then you rested for a few hours, came here. This happened. So you guys head home with Kendra. You just go straight to bed. I mean, there's... I, I'd imagine the defeat you are feeling, the anger... The uh, and you guys are just simply put tired at this point. It's been a very long day, <clears throat> so you all go straight to bed tonight. It's Min's turn. Hasn't he been through enough? No. Maybe it was the day that you you went through, but you dream, and in your dream you notice that this isn't quite a nightmare. It's almost as if you're watching something unfold. And it's different from your time blip as well. You're still here. You haven't really traveled anywhere. You can see four people communicating with each other. The general feeling amongst these four is anger and frustration. You can't really make out exactly what they're saying, but roll me a dream perception check. A dream a perception. A dream perception check. How would that work? Are you giving me bonuses, penalties? What are we talking about? Uh, roll and I'll tell you. All right. Roll so, and I'll, I'll, I'll determine. Well, I'm assuming TikTok's not with me, so I don't get my plus eight anyway. Let's see. Uh, 18. 18. Nice roll. You notice several items in the hands of these individuals that you recognize. You notice a hammer in one hand. You notice an axe in the other. A torque of holy symbols. A spell book, which is... looks new. Well, not new, but... Used. It's Newer not charred. than the one we have. Yeah, it's, not, it's not charred and destroyed and decayed. And resting on the ground in front of these four people, whose backs are to you, resides the flute. We will see you next week. Yeah! <laughs> Tune in next week for the continuing adventures on Gathering of the Ages of the Black Feathered Few. Until then, sweet dreams. Ha 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 ha!